a bit of a failed first attempt. Hello and welcome back to Out of the Hat. Yes, welcome. Yes, it's the pick and mix of podcasts. We're mixing metaphors and topics. That's how this whole game works. I mm. am your host, Mo. I am also here, Q. <laughs> You're also a host. Oh yes, and also a host. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. if it was just me, I'd sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do us a or... podcast that's just yourself? Um, if you've got a narrative, I think. But if you're pulling topics out of a hat and talking to yourself, it could just seem incredibly lonely. Mm. Um, you know, and it's not that I don't have the time to do that. I just don't want that kind of image. Really? Should we do that? We it's just you or one of us. Doing we, a we could. We could do that. And our and next see how topic. <laughs> well, we can see how it. We can see how it pans out. Okay. Yeah. Um. And together as a duo, as a band, we are. Q and Mo. Q we Mo. Quimo, we are Quimo. Um, Quentin has uh, has slowly cottoned on to our couple name, which I've, is you know I've, a really positive. It's, it's more the fact that you've just, I've been batted away. I've just drilled you're, in the same spot, yeah, continuously every week for five and a half years. You're like, and now you're a broken name. man. Say the couple exactly. <laughs> I'm broken. That is for sure. You're broken. It's alright. The glue of Quimo will pull you back together. Oh, it's such a terrible couple name. It's so good. Hello, we are not cool. No one has ever described. Oh, I mean, to be honest, maybe maybe you're bringing down my cool factor. Do you but... want to be known as the couple as Quimo? Mm-hmm. You want that? You want people to be like, hey, I don't give a shit. Stop being such a baby. I just I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Well, it's a great name, so you know maybe I haven't chipped away enough, but time will come. You'll break down. And with that, how our podcast works is we pull topics from a hat jar and chat about them. We share um, our you know, vast knowledge of the universe, um, and that's pretty much it. We just, we just talk shit, essentially. Yeah. All right, so Quentin is going to pull out our first topic and let us know what we're going to be talking about first. All right. So this one comes in from... James, this one, it's from oh, James. Is it? I don't know. Oh, it's, it's from Quentin's friend James. It just says James on it. Yeah. Um, Unless you make, did you make it up, or is it actually from James? Because you did write Steve on one of the ones we haven't done. Hmm. This is true. Is it my handwriting or yours? No, this is my handwriting. It's hard to read. Right, hard to know. It could or could not be from James. Either Quentin's lying or it's from James. Yeah, and this is a very bizarre question. Okay. Okay. Schools offer cash bonuses for good test scores? Question mark. Okay, so I guess it's trying to figure out what our thoughts are on schools offering, you know, incentives for children to perform well. And whether or not Mm -hmm. it's a good or a bad idea. And to be honest, I've not actually thought about this ever. So this might be unpacking. on, On face value, I'd say yes. This sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I mean, I guess I mean, there's, there's a little bit to it. Um, you know what? Through the process of talking about this, I'm going to formulate an opinion. So just in case you are listening, this is all kind of ad hoc um, and ad, ad lib. I don't know. Um, but I guess, yeah. So you know, on face value, it seems like it would incentivize children through positive reinforcement to do well mm. in subjects and to perform well. And to some extent, it's probably reflective of society. So people that 
you know, have higher paying jobs are often mm. seen to be people who performed better at school or have a, a degree that has more kind of prestige to it or more mm. difficulty as a generalisation. Obviously, this is not across the board. So it could be good in that it reflects society and, and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. But I guess what it could do on the flip side is kind of create disparity at schools between mm. kids that are naturally well, better at one thing or another um, and kind of, you know, expand that gap between students. And that might be, it could be pretty, it could be this quite a negative other side to it, I think, potentially. Yeah, you know? well, like, it would help those that are, like, getting extra tutoring after school. Like, I knew a couple of mates who would go to school and then go to get tutored at another school. Yeah. And I was just, like, crazy. I'm like, what? After school, you have more school? Yeah. And I was just like, actually, that makes sense. But they could afford it because it co- it's everything. Free. Yeah, nothing's free. So they could afford extra tutoring. And yeah, and they had parents that were actually invested in their um, schooling. Yeah, so some, some kids would definitely be at more of an advantage because mm. they have that support or they've got the, the opportunity that other kids don't have. And that means some of those kind of other the differences that are already exist are kind of, are exaggerated. Yeah. Um, and I guess another negative is that school doesn't work for everyone as a system. Mm. Um, and things like tests, like some people could be quite intelligent yeah. and may go on to performing really well in the business world or whatever profession they choose. Yeah. But they can't take a test mm. because they don't work well in that kind of system. Mm. So I think there's, there are some pros and cons to be honest well, what i think could be a good idea of doing it like a kind of like a version of this is you have kids take like so in third form or first year of high school or whatever area they're in they take a standardized test i know standardized testing isn't good but isn't like really representative but you you grade everybody right and then you put them in classes and you categorize them like smartest to dumbest <laughs> just for Put my plain kind of yeah terms, just right. plain terms and then you reward them with um like if they uh progress and get like better results then it's like um what do you call it? like it's a reward system on how well you improve not on how well you do so like say if you're a hundred percent student and you always get 100 then you always get the maximum amount of money you can get i reckon it's where like they've seen improvement rather than actual physical just straight out you're just good you know like their attendance rate is going up you know what i mean like small things like that you know less detentions you know you're not getting as many detentions as you were previously you know you're not you're not you know after you're not doing after school you've picked up more curriculum you know like actually incentivizing you to improve on yourself i think it's it's a hard one it's that's a topic that you can't really I mean, giving cash to children is probably not a good way to... But it is yeah. how the world works, though, you know? Like, we are, we're drive by capitalism anyway, so it kind of fits in school. Like, maybe they should learn at a young age that, you know, like, this is how the world works, you know? When you do certain things and you achieve certain goals, you get rewarded for it. Yeah. And it's not necessarily based on, you know, being the best, but just putting yourself out there i mean statistically yeah people that perform well in school may i mean i don't have the stats on this but you know you're led to believe that you'd have you know more of a chance for you know later life success and that success is earning a large amount of money Mm. so 
you know, yeah, it is reflective, but I do wonder if it would just continue to perpetuate a, I think it would. a society that maybe doesn't mm. actually work for everyone. Yeah. Um, so because I think, I think I'd be inclined to say that I'm not pro this idea because I don't think there's enough of a reason to mm. do it. You know, I think yeah. there the could be some pretty serious unintended consequences mm. if it was done without kind of thinking it out properly. Mm. So maybe it would work, but I think, I just think it'd need to be certain. It's, you know? it, it's too many variables, I think. Mm. I, I think it'd be good on a school where like the success rate or people graduating was really low, like 10, 20% of students only graduate. I think in those circumstances, it might work a little bit better. It's hard to say, but... I think it'd be interesting to see. I think they should definitely give it a go. And, like, maybe it's not a huge incentive. Maybe it's, like, um, it's, like, free bus fare or something, you know, to school. So, they, you know, like, even just, like, a bit of a break, you know, so you, they, they have more pocket money for... It doesn't have to be a ridiculous amount of money, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it could be just, like, you get, um, like, food privileges or something. You know, you get you get, like, cheaper... Yeah, I don't I, know. I guess, it's a hard thing to. It is hard. Sell. I do think though that if you were in that situation, the people that are being, dis- the people that are being, you know, getting the free food or the the better mm. bus fare or whatever, are probably not the people in most that instances need that need it. Mm. So I think that's. I think it's a complex issue. It's actually the more we unpack it, the more complex it seems. I think there's probably. Um, more of an argument to work on kind of education as a whole. Yes. To try and yeah. make sure, and and maybe it's to. I mean, I mean, I'm not a teacher, mm. so I don't know. But I always know that I've always engaged more with things that I found interesting, and that I felt um, I could improve in, and that's always been better. So maybe mm. it's about trying to get kids excited about mm. learning in a different way and finding what works for different groups of people mm. first, and then kind of coming up with incentives later on if it does seem like we need that. So. It's interesting though. Mm. Yeah. It's well, it's it's thought. funny we have. I I think we should try. I think I I think it'd be a cool idea to try. And also like, we come from different backgrounds. Right? Like you did very well at school compared to me. Whereas like I found school, uh, actually very diff- difficult and very hard. So I think mm. it would be interesting to see if we both went back to school. If there'd be any changes. If there'd be any changes, maybe if there was an incentive for me to go to school. I would actually attend school more often instead of not going to school as often as I did. Yeah. That's an interesting topic. That's mm. definitely from actual yeah. James, not from make-believe James. So um, thank yeah. you, James, for sending that in. It's, yeah. yeah. It's a really um, an interesting one to unpack. I think that's all. I, think, I don't think we... We're not fully agreeing, which is fine. But I also think we don't really know the consequences. But it's interesting to talk about. Yeah. yeah. I liked that one. I, I, would, I would say yes. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Mm, okay. So we're not on the same side of the, the fence there. Yeah. Right. Should we do another one? Yeah. Because I could talk for, at you for 20 minutes trying to convince you, but no one wants to hear that. So. All right. What have we got? Our next topic. Quentin, give me a drum roll. <laughs> okay. You're going to have to decipher for this for me. Okay, is this me? Yes, this is from Q, but it's about Q-U-E-U-E, as in a line of people. Um, <laughs> they have sent this in. Law? Question mark. Make and obey? Question mark. Oh, yes, I remember what... That was a long time ago I wrote that one. You remember what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was okay. saying... <laughs> so I came up with, like, imagine if you could make a law. 
you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, because right. I was thinking about that on, on the tube. I was like, imagine if I made a law and you had to obey it, you know? Okay, like a societal law. Yeah, okay. just a law. Not a law that just applies to me, just to clarify. No, and everybody has to obey it. Oh, that's a really interesting yeah. concept. Mm. Ooh, we've got some good topics today. It's not really comedy fodder, but it is interesting. Comedy fodder. Yeah, no, no, I was just on the tube the other day and I was like, you know what? All these peasants, if I just made a law that they had to obey. Okay, what would the law be? Well, I was, me being stupid, I was like, they have to pay me tax, which is like, you know, a pound. Okay, that's a little bit of an extortionate law though, don't yeah. you think? Well, yeah, exactly, that's true. I'm going to call you out for that. Yeah. You sound like a bit of a dick. But if you could, <laughs> if you could do something, I reckon, I don't know. That, are you, do you have anything before I waffle Mm-mm. on about... You waffle on first, and while you do that, I'll come up with something. Because I, okay. I I don't have one in my back pocket. Okay, one of my laws will be mand- mandatory. I thought you were about to say man something. I'm like, no, motherfucker, don't you dare introduce a sexist law to this society. <laughs> Men no longer have to work. <laughs> no, no. Come over there and shove a pencil up your bottom. <laughs> Sorry, um, that's very violent, and I would not actually do that. Disclosure. Disclosure. <laughs> Disclosure. Yeah, right, go. Sorry. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Mandatory. Oh, mandatory. Yes. Mandatory that everybody has to have a waiter, like do waiter uh, restaurant work, be a waiter at least once in their life for at least three to five months. Oh, interesting. Because being a waiter, you have to deal with shitty people, like people that are hangry. You know, when you're hungry and you just like... I'm explaining what hangry is, and you're just angry because you just want food. Yeah. Um. You have to deal with that, and like you, you say, oh, food will be like thirty minutes, and they'll come up in thirty minutes, and they'll be like, where's my food? And you're like, oh, it's another five minutes away. Yeah. You know, you have to deal with that for at least five months, even if you're a banker, or you're born wealthy as fuck. Yeah. I think that's a good law. You all have to have a low wage job. So not, not, is it specifically being a waiter, or are you thinking any kind of minimum any, wage, public, like, um, customer service job in hospitality or something similar? Yeah, I was leaning towards saying that you have to do community service for every person, and I was thinking that's actually a good law. Actually, that's better. Uh, can I change my law? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I change it now. Everybody has to do one month of community service every year. Regardless if you make a million dollars a year, oh, two okay. trillion, or you're unemployed. So a month every year, I'm assuming there's a minimum hourly about. Yeah, forty hours a week, month. right? Well, but then then people aren't working for. Yeah, but a you month. can you can like do like what an hour every day after work or something, you know, just cleaning, picking up rubbish. Oh, okay. Or you know, like everybody has to. Bar obviously people that are kids. Okay, so people have to do 160 hours of community service a year. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's what you... Because I was thinking like a straight month. No, no, no. It would be no, difficult no, to achieve. No, but yeah, no. so you can fit in the 160 yeah. hours. Yeah, exactly. Kind of wherever. Yeah. And, okay, and, I, I like that. That's, yeah, that's community nice. service. Yeah, and, and like people will probably be like, oh, but, you know, we've got to maintain our, our lifestyle. So if we're blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I think the only time where you don't have to do community service is if... I don't know. You're like a solo mother with a young child? 
Yeah, probably. Or you've got some kind of disability. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of loophole to people it is, there exactly. where it would actually like significantly disadvantage them exactly. having to give up their time yeah. for that. Yeah. And yeah. not as in a financial disadvantage, but as in, you know, yeah. being able to care for someone else or for yourself. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good law. I think that actually should be a law. Do you think that... You should give back to your to the community. To the community. Yeah. I mean, you pay taxes, but you don't really feel like you're giving to the community. No, you don't even notice taxes. You feel like you're getting robbed, but yeah. that's, that's not how it feels. I mean, like, you need roads being made. You need the streets cleaned, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Would you think that there's a chance that people might kind of start to resent doing good things for other people because they yes. have to? Yes. And would that be negative or a positive thing? I think it's a positive thing. What people, that people resent giving back. Yeah, I think to the community. I think that I means think that's a negative think, thing. You want people to want. No, I don't to want care. people to. I just know people will. Because there's assholes. People yeah. are assholes. You yeah. know, they clearly are. Okay, so but I'm saying it's probably a negative thing. Yeah, it is yeah. probably a negative thing. But I think uh, uh, I don't know. I think I think that's a good law. I don't know. That that'll be something I'd push for. Yeah, if okay, I was a politician, a, that's a nicer one than everyone giving you a pack, a pound of tax. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Tax from everyone and gives to Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> like, exact you know, opposite. Exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So has my idea inspired me? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking something that would be yeah beneficial to a wide group of people, some mm. kind of give back law, um, but I haven't really kind of formulated a strong law in my head. It'd be nice to have a law that aims to kind of help with equity. Oh, so yeah. So a law basically that, um, you know, the people that are more disadvantaged helps to lift them up so that they, so it kind of levels the playing field so that people can, you know, have equal chances, but people aren't all treated equally because mm. not everyone is born equally. Even though it says every man is born equal, that's not true some people are born with lots of money some people are born in secure families or countries where there are you know more human rights so it'd be good to have something in a society that helps kind of just elevate those that need support so what is your law um i mean i don't i don't <laughs> I feel have, like you're fluffing around it i am fluffing around it a little bit i think there's um, no perfect law by the way i mean well i know that but i think you know it's kind of difficult because this is put on the spot so i think it'd be something that um, means that resources and support are allocated evenly with equity. So food and housing. Mm-hmm. So our law doesn't have to be. Well, something everyone that should everyone have. Everyone has to obey in that yeah. kind of way. It can well, be how governments and how um, organisations and companies behave, and I think that's where I would be aiming mine at. Yeah. Well, yeah. so okay, I'll take that and I'll go. My second law would be... Whoa, 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 whoa. What a law hog. Well, basically because I, I, I think about these a lot. I'm just like, well, what kind of laws? Because that's where actual change happens, right? It's you know, where... systemic change, yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course. So I, I thought of another one, right, which is on the line of yours. It's like everyone has the right to human needs, right? Housing, clothing, Yeah. you know, food. That's about it. Well, there's more human rights than that. Yeah, there's more human rights, but everyone has... You know, like should have the right. Well, to everyone human needs. does have the right. Everyone does, but not everyone. It's a human right. That's what. That yeah, is. but you know, you were saying wherever you're born, you have some of those rights taken away from you just yeah. because you know you're born somewhere those where they don't have those human crises, rights. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying that. But that's just a law I would also introduce. 
I guess it's not relevant to where we live. There might actually be legislation in place about human rights. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, We're not lawyers, clearly. Yeah, I think there is, mm. because that's what a right is. A right is actually kind of, it's it's a, it's a yeah. law, it's an agreement that these are the things that every human is born with the right to have. Yeah, so, you know, the, right the right to have, to like, clean water. And, yeah, you know, security and, and that kind of stuff. But I yeah. think it's really important. Mm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> next topic. Oh gosh, this is one. Oh, this one came in from. What's that name? Steph. Steph. Who the fuck is Steph? Thanks, Steph, for writing <laughs> did you, in. Did you write thanks, Steph, for writing in on the paper? No. Oh, okay. That's, that's really petty. Oh, hold on. Bit of a background, Quentin. Who is Steph? She wrote in. She wrote in? Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to even give her a background story? Um. What a shitty creator. No last name, just Steph. Just Steph. She's actually um, the first fan we've got that we're actually not friends with, so, you know. Yeah, thanks, Steph. <laughs> Stephen oh, Curry, maybe? So I don't know. Uh, Stephen. Stephen. Curry. His name not Stephen Curry. Yeah, his name is Stephen Curry. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> All right, this question is, would you rather be in a real-life version of Walking Dead? Oh, thanks, Steph. Or... A real-life version of Game of Thrones. Hmm. Hmm. In Game of Thrones, in this hypothetical situation, do we live in the South? Steph didn't um, say where we were living or what we were doing. I think it already comes down to where you're based. I would rather be in Game of Thrones Mm. um, because I have a higher chance of survival, I think. Right. You know, if I was living north of the wall or not quite north, when the White Walkers come down, I would probably be the first to go. But if I'm living like down further, maybe on the coast in a castle, I'd be fine. Mm. Mainly, you know. So I think that'd be okay. I think in Walking Dead, I would be. Um, You'd I'd be, be devoured. I'd be devoured by a zombie pretty pretty early on. Mm. I like to think of myself as a survivor, but I'm not very quiet. So, my what I'm thinking is like, what was the game plan of the Night King? You know, like once he had controlled Westeros, he can't travel by sea. Oh, he would have got boats, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think he was just gonna kind of wipe out mankind because that was his his his, uh, his thing. But we're not gonna include any spoilers for those of you who are mm. way behind the game with Game of Thrones. Oh, I think it's too late um, for them. They deserve it. I mean. I mean, you know, you had your chance, but... Uh, you did. You did have your chance. Um, but the, what the would you pro- be in? The problem with this question is I've never seen The Walking Dead, so uh, <laughs> oh, I kind of can't have an opinion. Steph, you son of a bitch. So think like any zombie movie, any apocalyptic zombie situation where the majority mm. of the human race are now zombies, there are a small kind of bunch of scragged survivors who are, you know, wandering freeways and, and little kind of caravan groups with weapons... Um, eating kind of small dead animals and um, you know tinned food think zombie land yeah you should have just said think yeah that was land. better I gave you yeah. a full picture though for those of you who had never seen a zombie movie um, very weird though you have to have seen one so yeah yes well Steph clearly doesn't know me that well because I haven't <laughs> you fully watched... read that yourself <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh. You this is a question yourself. this isn't a question I can answer um, I'd rather be in Game of Thrones because I actually know what happens in Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah, I feel like it, it's least it's least least perilous. True, and then Game of Thrones. Well, Steph's also had to put another question in there. As oh, well. she's wow, greedy, greedy Steph. She's greedy Steph. 
Um, how long would you last in a zombie apocalypse? I'm giving you probably like 20 hours. I think... I, that's, I, I realistically think 20 hours is how long you would last. Are you serious? Well, yeah, and, and then after 20 hours... I think you'd last 20 hours because of me, and then I'd be like, man, you're just dead weight. Well, that really hurts. I genuinely think that I would jump into survival mode and that I would be all right. This is why... I know we've made jokes about no. me dying off early, but I genuinely think that I am more capable than many people. This is why you'd only last 20 minutes. Is 20 it, hours. Sorry, 20 minutes. Food? Yeah, it's to do with food. <laughs> Damn it. It's to do with... My weakness. <laughs> you thinking you could turn on the survival mode. <laughs> what do you mean? The survival mode does not just like... There's like a mode you just switch on. Hey, when we were in... It's we like... Were lost in the Waitakere Ranges, I switched it on while you and Ziggy were looking at a compass even though you didn't know which direction the exit was. You know what? People listening aren't going to understand this reference that you're talking about. No, they're not. But they're going to know that I switched it on. He didn't. Switched it on. You you switched on Complamo. I was grumpy. And you're yeah. like you're like we're lost. We're lost. We're gonna spend the night in the bushes. Okay, so, but that that doesn't really tell me why you don't think I'll last long. Is it just because? What's it to do with? What's it really to do with? Um, no, I think you would last more than twenty twenty hours. I don't know how long you'd last. It's quite interesting. Yeah. I feel like I think it depends on how long you would last. Yeah, I feel like that's it's a little the problem. Bit dependent on that. This is where it's like I know twenty hours is as long as I can take. You'd oh. be like crying, complaining, and I'd be like, oh, oh my gosh, pull yourself together. I kind of feel like at some point you might just give up. What do you mean? I'll give up with you? No, not with me. Just with the whole zombie thing. You'd be like, well, this is it. There's no hope for mankind. I kind of feel like you're more likely to do that than to like. Yeah. Battle on for like thirty years alone. I'd probably hijack like a a boat and go sail somewhere. Like try and find a remote island where there's n- no human beings, no zombies, nothing, and just do castaway. I think that's realistically what I would do. Start talking to your basketball. I'd be like Wilson. You're not even gonna. Come I actually up own with... a ball called Wilson. Is it called Wilson? Yeah, well, it has Wilson on the side of it. No, it doesn't. Does it? Yeah, it does. It's... Okay, Probably that's crazy. You could fully cast there. away that life. Yeah, I could. That's my what I'm doing. I thought you were about to say, it's actually my dream regardless of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I know. Whenever anyone asks, like, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? I'm like, well, I'd probably just jump on a boat and try and find a remote island in the Pacific. I mean, that's a pretty big thing to, to be able to do, though, because A, we're nowhere near the Pacific Sea. True. And B, like, where, where are you going to go find a boat from? We live in the it, middle of London. Yeah, that's the true. canal boats aren't no, going to make it. No, no, I'd have to steal one. I don't know, yeah. It's harder now that we're in London. Back home, easy. Easy. But here, but a bit here, more difficult. A bit more difficult. I need to re-strategize my zombie apocalypse plan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. How are we doing on time? What's up? You know what, we're thinking? actually pretty much almost done. Should we round it off? Round it off. <laughs> yeah, sounds well, good. Well, thanks, Steph, for sending that uh, that uh, topic in. And, and uh, James. And James. James is real, guys. I love how we're not giving anybody last names. I guess we shouldn't, though, right? No, because if, that's a... If they want to remain anonymous. Yeah, yeah. That's why lots of ours don't have names to them. Because mm. we've got lots of fans who mm. want to keep their privacy mm. private. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, we are running low on topics. We are running low on topics. So... With that being said, we would love it if people could send in some topics for us to talk about. Um, 
literally anything it could be a question it could be a would you rather it could be what would you be in this situation what's your favorite whatever um any of that kind of stuff would be fantastic um or serious topics like the schooling topic we had first up so yeah, that was yeah intense. we would love to hear them um if you do have a topic and you'd like to get in touch um you can message me on instagram uh my handle is so what is it called? Um, I don't know. Is Mamai Mun spelled M for March, A for avocado, M for mutton, A for apple, E for egg, M for mouse, oh my gosh. U for umbrella, N for November, <laughs> N for nut. Um, that is my handle, Mamai Mun. Not everyone can speak Maori, Quentin. Um, oh my gosh, that yeah. was so you can message me or you can email me at m h dot mun at gmail.com yeah. and they just contact me because mine's easy yeah or they can contact quentin but he never reads his emails no retort <laughs> <laughs> no i do read them <laughs> it's too late you missed the boat anyway we'd love to hear topics from you or if you're friends with us which you more than likely are um just message us don't be weird all right Mine's easy just chuck it on q.pods yeah, okay. Or message q.pods. At. No, that's my Instagram. Oh, see? You need to even give the whole information. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and that's Q for kumquat. Actually, oh my that's about with a Q. Anyway, thank you for tuning in <laughs> to uh, our episode. Yes. Uh, this is getting released on uh, Sunday night, London time, Monday morning, New Zealand time. And we're going to be here every week. So, right. yeah, keep tuning in. Kakiteano. Um, we love you. It's very intimate.